Uh, no, not at all. It's going to last for a while. Good, good. Well, let's kind of go back over this because this was one incredible performance on what appeared to be a really, really frozen field. Let's talk conditions first off. You know, when we first got there, the weather wasn't bad. We practiced outside. It was cold. Um, But then Thursday, they got hit with some, like, snow and freezing rain. And then the temperatures got cold. So they were... They had work crew out there chipping ice off the field and putting salt on it and doing as much as they could. But at the end of the day, it uh, it changed what we had to do footwear. Uh, our cleats, uh, the normal football cleats, would not kind of penetrate the ice. They would just slide all over the place. So it meant going with more of a, you know, molded, almost like a the old artificial turf shoes. I mean, quite honestly... A, a sneaker or a broom ball shoe or anything would have worked better than, than cleats on that field. So we're able to buy some, we're able to borrow some off them. Other, you know, we, we did everything we could to find shoes on Friday night, um, and they made a difference. Uh, I know Saskatchewan had the same shoe, so they probably, you know, flew some in from, you know, either the, the Rough Riders in Saskatchewan or they had some back home. Maybe. Maybe they're used to playing on those conditions more often than we are but um yeah it was it was difficult but you know what i said it before i wasn't going to complain about weather in quebec city in december if we were playing there so it's just good to be playing but how wild is that to have to go around the night before and get shoes so so a lot of the guys were playing in shoes then i guess cleats they've never worn before never worn brand new yeah yeah, it was, it was, but we, we knew one thing, we had to do something that, uh, you know, the, 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 our regular cleats that we brought didn't work at all. Now, as a player, did you ever go through that? Glenn Weir always tells the story of halftime of a Grey Cup and the trainer comes in and says, give me your shoes. And he puts staples through all of them in order to give some kind of traction. Oh, they got a lot of traction that game. And, and I'm sure, you know that uh, they're playing Edmonton on a frozen field and uh, staples in the shoes. Total, probably wasn't illegal back then because no one thought of it. But now, anything, any metal or anything sharp on your shoes, uh, you you could be disqualified. So um, that wasn't an option, although, you know, we were thinking of everything that we could do to try to get better traction. And I think at the end of the day, we, we came up with, just go with the uh, the, the old uh, multi multi studded cleats that they used to use, and the problem is it's not easy to get them anymore because a lot of the companies have just continued making them. Greg Marshall, head coach of the 2021 Vanier Cup champion Western Mustangs, joining us. Well, you get to the field, and that right there has to be enough to make you lose some sleep overnight the night before a championship game. But your first drive. Your first drive seemed to just go bing, bing, bing. All of a sudden, you're in the end zone. Trey Humes is doing a snow angel. What was that start like? The start was amazing. It, it, that was important because I think at least you, you don't know when you haven't played an opponent like Saskatchewan um, how good they are, how good, you know, they look good on film. But I think it gave our players confidence. And listen, you know, I mean, the, the game is going to have ebb, ebbs and flows in it, but we know that we can physically compete with them. Even with that, you head into halftime where it was hopefully warmer in the locker room, and you're not in the lead. 
Adjustments are always key it, in football. How many adjustments did you make? I, I we didn't make a lot of adjustments. I, I think it, it, the adjustments we, we made were on you know play selection, what we think we, we can do. So we had some receivers open early, but you know they slip coming out of the break. So you know those deep comeback routes where our receiver has to go downfield and 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 come back were difficult because that change of direction they would they would slip so there were a couple balls that Evan threw good balls that went nowhere because our receiver was on the ground and so you it changed that from from more routes like that to more crossing routes also changed our play selection on running the football because we realized that our running backs couldn't make cuts to the outside uh we had to try to keep everything you know for you know linear um downhill tried to avoid trying to go into the outside and best traction was between the hash marks in the middle of the field. Once you got outside the hash mark for the numbers, it got pretty icy. So be careful what your play calls are when you're out, when you're lined up on the hash. Greg Marshall joining us as we relive the Vanier cup championship on Saturday. Greg, you tell a phenomenal story about your last Vanier cup championship about watching as your opponent, on a third down, instead of going for it because they were trailing, you were winning, sends out their punt team. And right then you knew this was yours. Was there any kind of moment like that against the Huskies? No. I would say even with 14 seconds left, I was like, what? And, and we knew they had no timeouts left. And it's like, okay, we just have to down the ball here now. So let's make sure we don't screw it up. Uh, just down the ball. So, no, that game, you know, they, they had a chance. You know, our, our defense gave up a long drive um, at the end of the game, uh, and they scored with 28 seconds left. And, I, you know, and I, and I know, you know, we, you get frustrated, but at the same time, it was the right decision. We were just going to let them take all the underneath stuff. Don't give them any fast, you know, any big score quickly. Just let them take time off the clock and and move down so it, it was actually a good strategy they they onside kicked to us with 28 seconds left we got the ball and ended the game but um yeah i thought overall our defense played outstanding and that's a credit to the kids and and, and coach gleason and his coaching staff they were very very well prepared as they had been all playoffs greg as a final note you have always some graduating players on a team like this but You've got a lot of key positions where there's a lot of young talent. Have you allowed yourself to think about the future? Yeah, not yet. But, you know, I think that uh, we will be strong. We've had um, some really good recruiting classes these past two years. Uh, this, this past season, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, we might have had our best recruiting class. So we've got some good young players that are coming up. It's going to be difficult to, you know, replace a Deontay Knight. You know, he's a... He's a once-in-a-lifetime type of player. But we'll find somebody. Someone's going to step up. Um, you know, our, our strength this year might have been our, our defensive line. In 2017, it was our linebackers. So it will it, people will change. But uh, I think, you know, trying to develop that continuity and having carrying over some leadership, which we have going into next year. Greg, in the meantime, enjoy that lighter-than-air feeling again. Congratulations. Thanks for the time today. Thanks, Mike.